You are now listening to Feeding Three, Off Each Other. Two. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh. Salsa tones. Sultry. This is a good time for an herba mate straight from the gourd. Oh, oh damn. Nice. Where'd you get that from? From herba mate. From who? From from Gayaki. Yeah. Gayaki? Is it, am I saying that right? Saying I think it? you've offended the whole southern. Oh shoot. America. I hope they're not listening. It was just Southern some guy American. named Yaki. Okay, so I mentioned Urban Monte on a podcast, and then they hit us up. Jason actually met a woman, and we got gourds. Yes. Ooh. And I'm going to enjoy this Urban Monte from the gourd. Are you engourd? Mm-hmm. Engourd? I'm engourd. How do you say the brand? Goyaki? Goyaki? You sound confident. <laughs> Wait, did she say the name when you talked to, to of her? Of course. Okay, and she said Goyaki? Goyaki. 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 Okay. It sounds oh. literally the same. <laughs> We're saying, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. The, the herba mate. Are you getting paid for the number of times you say goyaki? Herba mate? Yeah, we yeah. get we get paid one cent per reference, so we're going to say it like okay. forty thousand times today, <laughs> yeah. and half a cent every time we say herba mate. My herba mate is very bitter right now. Oh, why? It'll jack me up though. I don't know. I think because I made it twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Jason, are you going to crack that mm. Red Bull? I will. You I okay. just had one and Jason made me get another one. Cracked a Red Bull, a green what is it? Dragon fruit? Dragon fruit. Dragon My fruit favorite. Red Bull. He cracked it, he smashed it, th- smashed the can on his head, threw it in the garbage can, and now he's gonna have a second. Yeah, I don't it. I don't know if you should have that to yourself. I think you should split some with Dave. No, I don't want any. I'll I'll bird feed you. Did you actually already have one? Yeah. <sighs> he did. This yeah. is the second this is this is gonna be crazy. He's riding the bolts, and you had three coffees this morning. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Okay, so everybody monitor Jason's behavior in this podcast <laughs> and let us know how two Red Bulls affects him. These nuts. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, a weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. Oh. I'm Matt Dennison. I'm joined by David. One leg Wiggins. Oh, what? You pointed your hat? Oh, I thought you were going to say something about the Grizzlies. David Grizzly fan. Mm-hmm. Wiggins. Yep. Where'd you get that? Uh, I bought it online about 10 years ago, and then it didn't doesn't really super well fit my head. And so I discarded it in my parents' house, where I s- still lived at the time. And then uh, I was there the other day, and I found it in their car a carport. It looks brand new. It does look. Yeah, good. it was just kind of kicking around, and I was like, you know what? That sound, looks like a podcast hat to me, and I wanted to represent the Grizzlies. For- I am also joined by Jason No Ankle Lucas. <laughs> what ankles? no ankles? I got you ankles. broke. You broke both your ankles. I we did learned break them both. Yeah, I don't know. That was what I was going to say this morning. One one leg Wiggins, no ankle Lucas. Mm. That reflects the lack of sleep you've had. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm wearing the slammers to hide my eye bags. And I also want to point out that we are joined, as usual, by the most famous person on the pod, Big Al. There he is. He doesn't have a camera, but he's there. He doesn't have a mic either. He's not as big as I was expecting. He's very small. For some reason, we give. I bought that drafting chair off the marketplace and the reason I bought it is because it goes up really high, yet he slams it to the ground every time. Some people just like to work like this. Like terrible posture. He's he got pre- fear of flying. He pretends he's like a, a guy that does the marionettes, mm. you know, little puppet master. <laughs> puppet master. <laughs> I just, when I look at him working in that, I, I just, I see the tension in your upper shoulders. 
like right at your neck there. Yeah, but he's still Awful. so young. He he's doesn't young, yeah. have like a bad back. Or exactly. He doesn't. He hasn't learned ergonomics yeah. yet. Yeah. He's, he's angling for a workers' comp claim. Oh, yes. oh long con. That's two, gonna be quick. two weeks on the job, and he's like, "Boss, this isn't working out." <laughs> That's gonna be quick. Hey, Dave, uh, you got a fun fact for us today? I do. I do. Uh, it is a, a guest-related fun fact. Mm. The name Brian has Celtic origins and means strong or noble. It gained popularity in the English-speaking world due to the influence of the medieval Irish king Brian Boru, who was known for his military prowess and leadership. Wow. Like Brian Boring. <laughs> Accurate. I bored you. <laughs> Brian bore you. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Thanks for yes-anding me that time. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> just discussed. Yes yeah, you're right. We just talked about We did a yes-no. Or I and no, yeah. <laughs> Can you do like a no and? Is that like an appropriate thing? No but. No but. Mm. No but. Such an that's extinguisher. That's what they used to tell me when I was a kid. No but. <laughs> no but, Wiggins. <laughs> it used to hurt when I would sit on like a hill or in a field. Just It was just con, concave, you like, know. No padding. None. Mm. There's a bit now. Bit of junk. Cool. cool in cool. the trunk. Today's guest uh, is Jason's ex-boss wait let me do the intro well, I, I'm, I'm just kind of this is like a preamble to the intro mm-hmm. okay which is interesting is this like boss week or boss month or something intro intro are we gonna have a, are we gonna have a boss for david david you want to bring your ex-boss on uh pass okay <laughs> things are rough between you guys yeah. we'll have to work on that we'll, we'll talk it out yeah, it got a bit sexual at the end, so it's just okay. There's some awkward. Let's unpack that on a private pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, mm-hmm. no guess on that one. I've had many former bosses, so I could be talking about any of them. Hmm. And they all listen. Trying <laughs> Someone's trying to avoid a lawsuit I'm right just, now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Oh God. <laughs> there's so many chunks in my gourd. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I'm gonna go for the water. Excuse, pardon me. Jason, I'll go ahead please introduce our guest. Our guest today has been in the mountain bike industry for many years, and in that time, has worked his way up to being the director of mountain bike at pinkbike.com, aka the world's largest mountain bike website, probably. Yep. On a daily basis, he manages all the chaos behind the scenes at Pinkbike, making sure the website churns out an astonishing amount of content, all while not burning to the ground. This guest has also had the pleasure of being my boss on two separate occasions and has taught me (laughs) a lot about the cycling industry, spreadsheets, and maybe most importantly, 3D printing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brian Park. There's no sounds ready because no... There you go, go. air horn. Thanks for coming. Jason didn't mention that he like quit on me twice. <laughs> Burn. Well, well, you can only be his boss twice if he quits at least once or twice. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, we well, should. I could have fired him. Yeah, you could have fired me. That's true. You don't usually hire back someone you fire, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Have you? Have we? Uh, yeah, I mean, You've there's been people, people who've been like laid off or whatever and mm. then mm. come back. Not in this current job, but yeah, that right. happens. Fair. What's going on today? What's up? Uh, I'm here. I turned off the spreadsheet machine for a minute. Um, turned off the Google Google Meets, and uh, yeah, don't, the calendar said come here. <laughs> now, are those cured meats that Google's <laughs> I mean, making? Yes. Or yeah, okay. I feel like you are one of the busiest people I know, but 
logically busy where you have everything like your calendar is like immaculate simultaneously so busy and get nothing done yeah (laughs) yeah mike i am i think in like 2014 2015 i made like a real choice to protect myself with a calendar and it's like it's my fucking defense on everything it's like calendar everything how's that working out I I like blow it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got here on time. That was impressive. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, would you like a sandwich? I've been wondering. Would you like a sandwich? What is going on with this? Take a bite. No, don't, don't eat it. <laughs> no, I'm not eating that. That's horrendous. Uh, wait, I'm still not even sure if it's real. Is uh, it real? How rude is this? We made you a sandwich. It's uncanny Valley. Uh, it's it's actually a shockingly good fake sandwich there's some google meats in there actually <laughs> the google meat sandwich <laughs> I, i'm like not entirely sure this isn't real like it's, uh, the cheese is made by microsoft cheese actually the bread is this is horrifying why do you have this uh, well i made you a sandwich <laughs> said it's horrifying now i'm humiliated the secret ingredient was love <laughs> and jizz. yeah we just like to bring guests for our uh, or yeah, sorry but gifts quick. for our guests mm. uh we got it at a uh liquidation sale for the tv series the flash they're just selling all their shit from their warehouse all their props and stuff brooke had to have a fake sandwich do you know what scene it was used in, in the flash? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. That is a good question. Are you going to go and fat, like three times speed watch the entire series just to find it? Oh, what God. if you find out that they use it in every episode and it becomes a character? It's <laughs> <laughs> like Sammy the Sandwich. <laughs> That'd be nice. There's like the sandwich cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the future. Well, I don't even know if I can watch it three times. Maybe ten times. I'll take a look and report back. Well, it's The Flash. So you got to watch it fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just plays fast. The worst would be getting all the way through and being like, oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't looking. <laughs> Did I miss it? I'm pretty sure I missed it. Maybe there was something back in season two. I got too wrapped up in the story. <laughs> I forgot what this was all about. <laughs> it's so compelling. I don't think there's any danger of that. No, I don't think so. There's a Flash movie coming out. Problematically. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Why is it problematic? Because the star of the movie, Ezra Miller, um, was accused of all kinds of weird shenanigans. Mm. And so they kind of left him out of the promotions and they focused on Michael Keaton as Batman. Wait, but he's still the star of this. He's the star. Correct. He is the Flash, the, the, oh. the titular character. Incredible. Yeah. Anyways, what does that mean? Titular? Yeah. It means you're the character upon which the title is, is, is based. I believe the word eponymous also means basically the same character, uh, same thing, but I could be wrong. I thought that was like a black metal band. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. How was that intro? It was pretty good. Yeah? yeah. What did I miss? Going back five, no. five minutes to the intro. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could introduce me at a lot of other functions too. It would be great. <laughs> But I feel like I couldn't quantify exactly like what you've done in the cycling world. Neither can I though. Yeah, it's I mean, so it's, hard. It's yeah, the job is weird for sure. Like I, I struggle to tell people what I do, um, and it doesn't help that my actual title sounds like one of those. You know, when people are out of work on LinkedIn and then they put their like like 
CEO at University of Hard Knocks like, <laughs> you know, or whatever. It's like, it sounds like one of those made up LinkedIn fucking. It's like a Brett director of good times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, except that one fits Brett Tippy really, really well. Yes. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah, he owns that really well. Whereas director of mountain bike, not so much. Chairman of Rad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> director of mountain bike, that's the title. That's literally my title. It's just oh, yeah, one bike, though. That's the trouble. Yeah, it's the mountain bike category. Mm hmm as opposed to the road and gravel categories in our organization. But yeah. The organization being outside? Outside. Okay. Yes. Outside. Interactive. Incorporated. Do you work outside now? No. Exclusively indoors. <laughs> you work inside and outside. Yes. Yeah. But soon he'll have the Apple vision and mm -hmm. it'll feel like he's outside. Mm -hmm. That shit. Never mind. I'm going to get all like That's okay. boomery and like. Yeah, get, get boomery on us. We'll be there right with yeah, you every yeah. step of the way. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm down, I guess, but like, <laughs> I'm down. Just, I, uh, that sounds so boomer of you. I, I know. I'm down, I guess. Down to clown. Yeah. Yeah. You sure about that? With all your hibbity hop and your, I can, I can watch just every ICP thing in Google or in, in Apple. In Vision clown stuff. Posse? Yeah. Is that, okay, cool, cool. That would be cool to attend a music festival. Uh, in the, uh, but why? <laughs> <Not that> <laughs> but why? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I have a friend who literally every time we're in the car and there's a nice light, he goes, fuck, these graphics are sick. That's just his way of saying like things look nice. And I don't know. It's just like Google or Apple. I'm going to say Google vision mm -hmm. a million times. Um, but yeah, Apple vision thing just. I'd like, I'd like to try it, but I, I'm not sure it's for me. I, I would, uh, visit Burning Man in the Apple vision. I'm going to Burning Man in August. And if I could kind of like live it a little bit in the vision and see what it's like. And so it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, I don't know, learn something like, they have be, like come better prepared. They have like little spritzes of patchouli, like <laughs> the smell of vision too. And burning wood and poo buckets and <laughs> orgy tents mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like oh like, Pub public showers yeah <laughs> weird yeah coital smells everywhere <laughs> coital oh, oh god that's a good term uh so we uh we talked to cam mccray last week nice. and the first thing we did was he brought up the way back machine should we bring up the way back machine for pink bike real quick Yes. Wayback machines? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys actually have Cam on last week? Yeah, we had Cam McCray, yeah. Director of Mountain boss. Bike as well. Yes, he's... I had... Was it two weeks ago we saw Cam at mm -hmm. SRAM thing? It was right after that. Had a ride. Uh, on a ride. The charity ride. Mm -hmm. I heard that everybody at the SRAM uh, organization is very fit and climbs mountains very quick. Quicker than... You, Jason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got destroyed. <laughs> on the way up. On the way down, we were all, we was all together. But on the way up, it was a different different story. Yeah, I usually arrive at those things, like, just in time for everybody to, like, be cracking beers after the ride. That's what I should have done. Or I should have brought an e-bike, and then it would have been way easier. All right, here oh it is. Pinkbike.com in 2001, September 23rd. This Ooh. is what the homepage looked like. Well, it looks just like today. It kind of looks like, okay, in some ways, pretty similar. It looks shockingly simple. It's actually kind of nuts. The the main mechanic of scrolling down a website to look at things continues to be a thing. Uh, that's mm -hmm. true. Turns yeah. out 
Third article, stolen bike. Wow. <laughs> On the homepage, <laughs> what stolen what bike. Yeah. <laughs> Whose bike? It must have been like one of the higher ups. Or... Who was the author? Can you? Oh, you, we can't click. I can't see that far. We can see who wrote it, but I can't girl. click it. Riot Girl? Hmm. Mm, that's very sad. I don't know who that is. Oh. That's <laughs> yeah, something oh, I would okay. know. Riot Girl. Riot. Well, uh, where were you when Pink Bike became a website? In so this is like sorry 2001 ish yeah this is mm-hmm. 2001 pink bike what it, it, yeah. it officially like they say Radic and Carl say that it started in 98 I think that they registered pink bike the URL in 98 and started sharing photos back and forth using it basically like a Imgur kind of thing with his buddies and he was in Calgary and his friends were back here I think that's what they were using it for that. I don't think that they really started publishing news and having forums until like a year later. The Cam- earliest I can find is October 2000 as like a website exists. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Cam is, Cam is very like, oh, they only started right before us, like a month before us. It wasn't 98. <laughs> I think we asked him and what was his answer? Didn't he not quite know himself? He like, didn't quite know. He said it was at least he didn't want to claim it. NSMB, like just before. But just, yeah. He said he, he told me it was just before. Yeah. I yeah. think that was the answer. And then he said there was an offer to maybe join forces from Radic. I've heard something about that. Yeah. But they did not. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. A real Netflix I, almost acquiring Blockbuster situation. Or Blockbuster almost acquiring Netflix. Oh, right. That was the... Yeah. 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 Okay. So where were you when you first discovered Pink Bike? Uh, I lived in Oliver, British Columbia, uh, which is a very small, shitty, even shittier than town uh, in the South Okanagan. Um, and I was one of two, three mountain bikers in town. Uh, and yeah, I think I... I remember the first time I was on pink bike. It was probably to sell a bike or buy a bike, maybe. I don't know. So you made an account, and I guess, do you, would you sell the bike on the forum back in the day, or was it buy and sell? It had a buy and sell pretty early on, but I think, I think that the, maybe NSMB had a buy and sell before pink bike. Mm, interesting. And I'm pretty sure Radic coded the buy and sell in response over a weekend. And it probably is exactly the same now as it was then. Wow. Yeah. I see from 2000 in the forum people selling things. Oh, okay. For sale, 98 GT LTS. So it's just like it classifieds back then? It just looks like a free-for-all of, yeah, posts. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. It's interesting that you mentioned that Pinkbike was just kind of originally like an Imgur, Mm -hmm. like a photo bucket, or I don't know how else Mm -hmm. you describe that, just like a place to upload a photo and then link all around the web. Yeah. Um, when I first got on the NSMB forums, I think I was linking photos from Pink Bike eventually because yeah, it was same. just easier. Totally. So you'd, you'd upload a Pink Bike and then you'd pop it around wherever. And then eventually it was what? Did it become Facebook? Is and did their logos just get bigger and bigger and bigger? Yeah, the watermark. The watermark. <laughs> yeah. And like less opaque or, or more opaque. Yeah. Um, do you ever do the thing where you. Okay, if, look up a photo on Pink Bike. Just like go to the photo gallery, look up any photo, click on a photo. You ever do the thing where you replace the number in the URL with just like a random number. Cause random. like every photo, every individual photo that was uploaded to pink bike has a unique number associated with it in the URL. Mm-hmm. So it's like pinkbike.com slash photo slash, mm-hmm. and then like seven digits. You ever just type no. in random numbers, like no. even numbers or odd numbers? No, but he, there's some good lore. If you want 
to download the original of any photo or the highest res that's been uploaded, like open the photo in a new, in a new tab and then change the, the first, it'll say like P number P or something like that. If you change that five to a zero, it'll download the original. There, there's your tech tip. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Full res. Full res. Wow. Well, whatever was uploaded in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you've never done it. This this is shocking no, to me. Can we do that? 69, yeah, okay. 69, 420. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we got to go through all the good ones. We'll go to 69 first. But also we have to quickly see the comments on some of these because we're not the only ones who have done this. So just type in like, okay, type. <laughs> what is, What's this one? It's 69, 69, 420. Okay, we are looking at a photo, of, a very bad photo. Oh, this is, is terrible. Awful. This is like someone's headset. Someone like sneezed while taking a photo of their yeah. head too. <laughs> and this was 69, 69, 420. And there's no comments. No comments. Oh my God, Just go to there. picture 69. I need to ask. That's so good. I need to ask Trevor to like change that photo for the holy number. Yeah, yeah. To your one of your photos. Sure. Oh, there we go. oh that's a pretty good 69. This is the 69th photo uploaded to Pink Bike. It's chronological, right? It One is, is yeah. literally the yeah. first photo. Yeah. I, I love that, that. I think they did a, maybe they did a reset in like 2008 or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. There was a reset. That's, I think they wrote an article. Someone wrote an article. Yeah, because it, that, if you, if you look at photo one right now, I think it's like a Calgary, I'm trying to remember, but like basically all of the original photos. Yeah, there you go. The, the this drop. is the first photo. That is the first photo, and that's really the first photo. But if you go to that album, it's just called Old Photos, and it's got years and years of random old photos in it. Oh. It just got consolidated into one album. So now would you call that the Great Reset? Or, uh... <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Get into the how, how, yeah, I mean, we're, what, 15 <laughs> minutes in? <laughs> we're already into this conspiracies. <laughs> take a deep dive. Um, is that is that what somebody was mentioning to you on your dating profile recently? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alonzo, type in one million. Who ha who has the one millionth photo on Pink Bike? Has there oh, been many zeros? Is that in photos? Is it up to like six million now? Or oh, something? Yeah. Seven million. That's one million. Good That's a dead. sweet X up. Yeah. Look at that watermark. It's, <laughs> it's gotten to full 100% opacity. It's horrific. I think we're doing, at Crankquist this year, I think we're doing a OG-themed party for one of them because it's 25 years of Pink Bike or something. And I think that we had to go and find those original logo files somewhere oh in, the, gosh. in the depths. Yeah. Photo 420. That's a pretty sweet photo. I mean, Very that, old school banger. That is... The perfect photo 420. Flash <laughs> yeah. photo in the forest. Very green. Old dude riding his double crown, triple crown, triple crown? Double crown. Double crown, double, double crown. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, what does that even mean? What do you what? call it when you process a photo too many times? Like deep frying or whatever? Yeah, deep frying. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like. It looks a little deep fried. He looks a little deep I'm proud fried. of you for remembering that. I feel like you've brought that up and I've had to remind you. It's called deep frying, deep fried memes, Dave. I know. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Your memeing is you so good. you gotten to them, like the full moldy memes? No. <laughs> they, go, they go beyond deep fried. Oh my yeah, God. You're the well. meme master. Yeah. Have, well, Molten memes? Moldy. Moldy memes. Molten. <laughs> Once it's fried, it gets molten hot. So, so fire, they're molten. Yeah. All right, I, one more, one more. Let's put a bow on this. Uh, 
this this photo search. Name a number. Six six six. Oh, six. Oh, that's a good number. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool one. It's not bad. What are the, what's Please. the top comment? I got POD sick. Sick. Uh, okay, POD? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got the little photo dash. What's photo nine eleven? <laughs> oh, People don't forget. It's, it's a, uh, it's a photo. It's a dude riding a slab. It's a lot of old dudes riding slabs. I guess that's what most photos are going to be when we're going that far back. Yeah. <laughs> Those, uh, every one of these people has e-bikes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I watched, I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, and he was e-biking everywhere in that. Hmm. It was a big big thing in the whole thing, because he was in Aust- Austria, checking out his hometown, just e-biking around. What e-bike brand did he have? <laughs> you think I know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody probably paid a lot of money so that you would notice what e-bike uh, it, it looked pretty nondescript to mm-hmm. me, but uh, you nerds would probably have been like, whoa, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly... That's the Norco 1211. <laughs> No, there is a, <laughs> you guys think Norco should bring back the 420 as an e-bike? Oh, yes. They had a 420? Yeah, they did. Fucking sick. Really? Yeah. Did they? They had, yes, they, they had pegs. Would they have had Shots. to license that name? From who? <laughs> the, the weed Willie cabal? Willie Nelson? <laughs> yeah, the weed cabal. Afro man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Farley all over again. Oh, the Trek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was there a licensing issue with the Farley? Yeah. Because mm. it was a fat bike and it was Ooh. an homage to Chris Farley. Because he's from the same, he's from Wisconsin. And so did they, they get a cease and desist? Or, yeah. did, or did people get mad that it was a fat joke? No, no, no. Um, the Farley family. Didn't like it. Yeah, and mm. I think they settled. Hmm. Is Trek going to get mad at us? Uh <laughs> Spilling the secrets. I don't know. What didn't you it's find public. that like on a Google headline? It was just like a news. It's public. Story? It's a public mm. thing. It's not like we're blowing up. It's not like anybody actually actually listens to this program. It's true. I'm Fine. In danger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. We'll talk to Travis. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, don't get mad at me. We're giving you guys free promotion. So, pink bike in 2001. Mm. You're selling your bike. Are you like? I'm going to work here one day. You're like, no, yeah, no. Exactly. shit. No, I thought I was, I thought I was going to be an academic. What's that? Uh, I, thought, I thought I was going to be a history professor. Oh, like a DJ? A history professor. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I mean, you almost are kind of now. Now. Yeah. You professor know. of ancient mountain bike history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super ancient. Um, no, no. I, my, I went to school for history, like weird Germanic history, like not nothing useful. Germanic or dramatic? Germanic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Charlemagne, not German, but yeah, like France and Germany. Charlemagne. Okay. Hey guys, I'm no. just gonna put my glasses on. I'm gonna fall asleep for a bit. Yeah, okay. Fair. You guys just let me know when you're st- <laughs> talking about history. Okay. It's fair. I know nothing about history. Yeah, me neither. And then when did that <laughs> not happen anymore? <laughs> Uh, well, I've worked in shops since I was a kid and I had student loans. And so my wife was finishing her degree in Victoria and I went and worked at a bike shop. Oh God, this is such a fucking boring story. I made the shop website. Some guy liked it. He invited me to his house for dinner and I was like, I'm going to maybe get murdered, but he seems rich and like he's got whatever opportunities so maybe yeah, i've been then, in that situation before right how to work out for you <laughs> pretty good <laughs> anyways it yeah he was a vintage 
car restorer and I made some web stuff for him and he sold a very expensive car and I made some money and I bought camera equipment again for some reason and started doing video stuff for, for some local triathletes in Victoria and yeah, started working for uh, the first specialized, then Scott and Shimano and people and eventually talked my way into the role at Rocky Mountain. So, wow. yeah, bizarre. Yeah, what was the role at Rocky Mountain? Uh, first, like, junior marketing social media coordinator assistant something or other. Social media. So that was pretty early. <laughs> I mean, this was, this was like, I think it was like digital something specialist, which was basically like, can you be the young person that knows what Facebook is on our team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then eventually, like, people kept quitting or getting fired, and then eventually I was the marketing manager. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We worked together on at least one project. Yeah, one or maybe two. You guys did a fat bike thing for us? Maybe. No, you did a Santa thing for us? We did a Santa. And then you was also a fat did a guy thing. A, yeah, yeah, fat guy thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you also did a music, musical bike thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've done, yeah. I've, man, I've done several Rocky Mountain things, but only a couple with you. Mm-hmm. The Santa project. What was it called? Tippy. Santa stole my Was bike. it Rad Santa? Oh. Yeah, Rad Santa Rad with Santa. Morgan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we did two videos, and the whole joke was that, one joke was that Santa comes in the house, he al- he, he's there delivering presents, he already sees a brand new Rocky Mountain bike mm-hmm. by the tree. Mm-hmm. He drops the presents, steals the bike, yeah. and then goes for a joyride. And then the other concept was... He, he tries to come down the chimney delivering a bike and it was like super janky and impossible to get the bike through the chimney and he just we ends did up the wrecking first it. One, right? We did both of them. Oh, okay. But we only really pushed the first one. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Where he joyrides the bike. Yeah. 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 It was the better one. Yeah. The thing that bothers I I'm proud of that video. I think it's good. Yeah, I think we did a great job on it. We I um, did almost nothing on it. I think I just paid money for it. You, you got a producer credit. Oh, sick. <laughs> the one, I love that video. Um, it's near and dear to my heart, but the one thing I can't stand is the choice of a garbage bag for Santa's sack. Why did you do that? <laughs> Dude, I, I think like I was out there, like I filmed it at my aunt's house mm-hmm. on, on uh, around 7 Road in nice Richmond. House. It's a nice house. Yeah, I don't even think she like lived in it at the time or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, I, we realized we don't have a sack. What are we going to use? So we use a garbage bag. Now, wouldn't it miserable? Be, wouldn't it be made of flesh? <laughs> Feeding off each other. <laughs> what? What? Santa's sack? Yeah. <laughs> not that kind of sack. Thing. Oh, that's oh, confusing. This is not it. Specific. Specific. No, yeah. no, this is a different one. Wait, but this we also worked on the, what we do a lot of Christmas things. Yeah. But the cool thing was that you hooked me up with a, a bike in exchange for those videos, and I gave the bike to my dad. Sick. Yeah, that's good. Man, thanks for that. That was that's cool. Good. Uh, did your dad still have it, or did he sell it? He rides a Rocky. Because um, you've done lots of stuff with Rocky. It might still be that bike. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe. It's well well think, ridden, that's for sure. I think this was just like a Christmas card something or other. This wasn't like a, a big... You, get, you guys made this? Oh, th- yeah. This yeah. is the... Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, actually, this is an interesting one because we originally made it just for Rocky Mountain. And then years later, we... Uh, we thought we should just re-upload it for on Mahalo, my dude, but just retitle it and take off the Rocky Mountain logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that was in the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and it's on our YouTube channel called Santa Got Me the Wrong Bike. 
<laughs> it's Jason and acting. That's yeah. great. Never, never it's seen hippie that. and yeah. yeah. Shit, I guess you guys are really like Christmas specialists. I love doing Christmas. Christmas is stuff. fun. I, I've said if we have, if we make a, a feature film, it would be cool to consider a Christmas theme. Like it's not it's not actually a Christmas story. It's just set during Christmas. Which Shane Die, Black style. Getting, oh. Die Hard. Stole it. Yeah. Shane, Shane Black, uh, screenwriter, director, who sets his movies at mm-hmm. Christmas. Even if it was just a scene, just mm-hmm. something that... Yeah, you gotta have a little, you little can, sprinkling. Yeah, you know, Christmas time rolls around, you want to pop in the movie, it watch gives, it again. It gives good reason to have, like, cool lighting, snow. Like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. cinematic purposes for Christmas. That bokeh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. my child is going to actually know what Christmas is this year, and it's going to be very weird watching... Like, he... F- he vibrates at the the thought of Christmas right now. It's just like it's awesome. Big Santa guy? Well, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think just like big consumer guy. Mm. Yes, yeah, he wants stuff. Stuff. <laughs> My nephew was obsessed with Santa when he was like one, and I was like, "How do you even conceptualize why that's exciting?" Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, like you don't have any sense of no. possession yet. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but just love Santa. Hey, what's it like working with Jason? What's it like being Jason's boss? Excellent. <laughs> you had that 100% teed up. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Jason's got to get with the soundboard. It's quick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, J- yeah, no, just talk freely. Talk freely. It's, it's okay. It's just going to sound too much, too nice. Uh, I don't have any, like, I don't have shitty don't like stuff to say. I know this is going to make for a really boring segment. He's uh, a great employee and okay. good at his job. Uh, it's very sad when he left both times. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was okay, sad well, when I left both times yeah. too. Well, yeah, now we're interviewing you. So Jason's like interviewing his boss. He wanted to ask you a question. I did? Yeah. You're, he was, you were going to ask, what are your weaknesses? <laughs> yes. The classic. What are your weaknesses? Yeah. You oh. won't talk shit about him. So <laughs> talk shit about yourself, I guess. Mm. Hiring people that'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> caring too much, working too oh, hard. Working too hard. Yeah. <laughs> are you too calendar driven? No, I seriously need to know. What are your weaknesses? I'm pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. No weaknesses. Hubris, hubris I guess. Fair enough. So you you have to interview a lot of people, I, I guess. I interview a lot of people. What? A, I just had to do my first kind of interviews this year. And yeah, it's like a, for employees. It, bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was, it was awkward. It was challenging. I didn't like it. Hiring is the hardest thing and most important thing that you'll do in your, in your business, for sure. I don't know what you're looking at me. Like I have wisdom. I don't really, there's how, like, there must be something. How, like how many people, I guess like my question would be how, what's the most amount of people you've interviewed in one day? Uh, six. And do you try to keep your interviews short? Yes. And what are you asking the same questions in every single interview or are you mixing it up? One thing, one thing I, depending on the role but one of the things that this is going to sound so stupid but um, a lot of people apply for jobs that aren't uh, that are maybe really good in other outdoor areas but aren't necessarily truly like bike people Mm. and yeah over here (laughs) (laughs) don't apply to pink bike yeah (laughs) it's really hard to weed out somebody's knowledge based on 
those interviews because some people just freeze in interviews and I don't want to okay. disc like not hire somebody because they don't they don't know like I don't know what Cedric Gracia was doing in 2012 or whatever you know um is that one of the questions <laughs> no but I do have I do have in for a couple of the roles that we hire for pretty regularly there's a a questionnaire where I have mm. people do stuff and one of the things they have to do is order a bunch of at riders from loosest to most precise and that actually really like there's no right answer but there's definitely some wrong answers and just asking people to explain how they ordered the riders from loosest to most precise usually tells me whether or not they are like into the sport or if they're core if they yeah, they, yeah they're, well, if they're, they're just weirdly obsessed about bikes basically mm. oh you like mountain biking name every mountain bike <laughs> <laughs> i mean most of them can it's yeah. horrifying interesting i like the questionnaire what do you say at the end though in in-person interview i like i think sometimes i'll be you know it's i know that especially for auditions like casting for mm. films you just say okay thanks like talk to you like I, this, I'm doing it right now. I say talk to you again, maybe or uh, maybe we'll uh, hit you up or uh, Just say thank uh, you for your time. Good job. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, now with outside, like now we're part of a bigger org. There's whole other people to like let people down gently. Mm, <laughs> um, so I need people for this. You need people for that, but okay. I, it's actually it's worse because you don't know quite what's been said. I just found out there's somebody who we didn't hire previously. Um, who I really want to hire and I just went back and looked and in their whole previous interview process there was no nobody like followed up with them and it's somebody's job to follow up with them and I'm like what the hell so I'm, yeah I'm going to have to reach out to this person and be like hey so I know that I guess we fucking ghosted you sorry um, do, do you still want a job <laughs> like I don't know like I'd like we have uh, some more roles to fill right now and yeah that's I wouldn't have done that if on my own I try to get back to people. But what percentage of the hiring process is v like just vibes? Mm, less now. Okay. Less now. Um, uh, fuck, this is going to be the most boring podcast ever. But I use a scorecard system, and there's like a whole bunch of like top grading bullshit books that you can read that are way too in depth and not that applicable for mountain biking. Mm. But I do think it's valuable, and I don't know if I did this with you, Jason, or if this was post-Jason, mm. but like writing a scorecard of like, if you're the right person for the role, what will you get done in the next year? Like, and that's what you, it's not a job description. It's like, what are you going to get done? If you're a salesperson, it's like, we're going to hit this target. Or if you're a videographer, it's like, we're going to make this many videos with this, this many resources. Like, whatever the result is, you write it down and like, that's really fucking hard to do as an organization. But if you can like write down your own goals, sometimes you're like, oh shit, I, the role I'm hiring for isn't the right role anyways, because this is what I want out of it. But if you can get that down, I don't know, it makes hiring a lot easier because you can just imagine the person doing it or not. This is what I was looking for. You yeah. asked me, you're looking at me like I have wisdom and then this guy pulls out scorecards. Scorecards are good. You know exactly what you're doing. You got tons of wisdom. Okay, well, I don't know. Except I hired Jason twice. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't have my sound. Wrong! <laughs> and so what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis now at Pink Bike? Uh, a lot of meetings. <laughs> a lot of meetings. Um, we, do, we do like a morning call, um, sort of set, figure out what everybody's doing for the day. 
I have my like one-on-ones with my direct reports then I meet with people in the rest of the company then I usually meet with one or two angry brands for whatever reason oh no <laughs> oh no I know right everybody's always mad has anybody ever got a job at pink bike by doing something crazy like really drawing attention to themselves in some way beyond the normal process yes Taj Mihilich mm. Taj Mihilich um, legendary BMXer I've you know grew up watching his videos he's fucking incredible he I think I'd asked him to do a, like a drawing for us once and we'd done one little thing together. But then he hit me up with a proposal for a cartoon series that would get turned into a book. And he drew me a cartoon pitch. And it it's the best pitch I've ever gotten. It's, I don't, yeah, I can't really describe it. It's just like it was an amazing pitch of what he wanted to do. It's all drawn out. And it was, yeah. The best pitch ever. Hmm. So good. Is um, he is he an illustrator? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he his post BMX career is he's an illustrator. He's like done a children's book. He's pull up one of his comics. Oh, he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. We we just saw him. Uh, just I just met him um, with Jason at the Whistler Bike Park. On open and, weekend, yeah. And we were gonna have we we're gonna ask him on the podcast. And then he was on Pink Bike Podcast shortly after. This is a small incestuous industry. It's gonna mm-hmm. You should get him on the podcast. He's so. Way too humble and just the nicest dude. And so he's, nice. He's an uh, amazing comic illustrator. He makes these great mountain bike comics. Does he do any comics outside of mountain biking? Yeah, he does BMX stuff. Bike. Okay. It's a lot of bike stuff. But, okay. Um, and he's also what, a former professional BMXer? The. Like, he's. The? No, I mean, I would put him very him? similar what? to. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Freaking shreds. Go watch his Etnies forward part everybody who's yeah. listening it's oh, oh. fucking mental it like it changed the sport of bmx um i would put him very similar to like a wade simmons character in bmx mm. mm-hmm. like maybe not the most famous maybe not in everybody's mount rushmore of of the sport but like a rider's rider somebody who like made a huge difference in the sport and it's so cool like yeah he just totally reinvented himself um as a guy who does something totally unrelated to his bmx career <laughs> So the comic strips that we know and love on Pink Bike were pitched forward by him. By him, yeah. He, he pitched mm. this little idea, and it was a pretty loose idea, but just the way that he communicated it and the, the way it was presented was so good. That I was just like, oh, man, we got to do this. We got to find some budget to make this work. And it was, it was great. Like, yeah, so he did, I think it was like a comic a week for a whole year and then made a book. That's so which cool. Which was sweet. A lot of dad jokes in there. He's, he's a... A master of the dad joke. A lot of puns. <laughs> He's not a dad though, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, to a corgi he was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Monty. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to ask because you're describing your day now, but did your day look the same when it was just pink bike? No outside? Yeah. Towards the, towards the end of pink bike for sure. Uh, sorry. Towards the end of independent pink bike yeah for sure it was pretty similar um to what it is now um it's i think any anywhere you go at a certain point you have to like i found it very hard to not to be satisfied with my day at the end of the day when i haven't don't have anything to show for it i haven't written anything i haven't published anything i haven't physically done anything but you kind of have to start to just own and take pride of the things that the 
people who work for you did the things and you empowered them to do the thing and great that's cool and also then if they do something bad that's also your fault (laughs) (laughs) which leads nicely to my next question you mentioned meetings with brands who are angry at you like how often do you have to take those calls with x brand who was mad about a review that was written Mm -hmm. because you got it wrong or they don't agree we don't ever get it wrong what are you talking about some would argue wrong (laughs) wrong Wrong. there you know what to be honest the bike industry for the most part is filled with people who are super passionate so they all everybody gets and and you know you and i worked at a bike brand we know how much people care and how much work they put into the bikes and that's something that i don't think a lot of media people actually understand i try and make sure that the, the pink bike outside mountain bike team gets it like a lot of hopes and dreams are pinned on each one of these bikes and each one of these decisions is like a lot of like lost sleep and people are people are working very 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 hard on the shit so feelings definitely get hurt um there are definitely brands i've had things as silly as when we've had a bunch of brands weigh in on a topic like a burning question they've been mad that their answer was below another brand's answer like there's petty shit like that for sure um but for the most part it's people who are mostly disappointed that we didn't like something that they like but they also generally get it that like we've got jobs to do they've got jobs to do and and i like for the most there are a few i'd say it's killed a few friendships or relationships over the years but for the most part i respect that brand people have to fly the brand flag brand people respect that media has a job to do and we can still be friends even if we don't see eye to eye on those things was it weird um because you were a brand guy at rocky mm-hmm. so you were probably the one getting angry at pink bike sometimes mm-hmm. over reviews and now it's like flipped <laughs> yeah but that's i think that's also why yeah most people for people listening most people start in media and then they take all their media contacts and and their uh yeah their knowledge of how media works and go over to brand side um and become brand managers or, or whatever and i was a brand manager or a marketing manager and came over to to media side um so i don't know i guess i i understand what was the question <laughs> just that you you probably understand where the brand is coming yeah. from but you, your position now at pink bike you still have to stand strong with the pink bike mm-hmm. decision like, mm-hmm. but yeah like when thing. when when in 2016 when we were launching a new slayer at rocky mm-hmm um, Ken, one of the product managers at Rocky, went and wrote it at an enduro, and Pink Bike um, got photos of it and posted them, which they should have done. Um, and in my role at, at Rocky, I had to call call. I think I called Levy and was like, "Hey, man, what the fuck?" And he was like, "Yeah, we got to do it. You wrote it in public." I was like, "Yeah, fair enough." But I got to ask you to take him down. He said, "Thanks, I hear you, but no." Perfect. Everybody did their job. We can move on. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> no. Okay. Good day. Yeah. I mean, what, like, that's the thing is like, you have to be real about that shit and what everybody's role is. That is one of the biggest pet peeves I have about the industry is everybody thinks they're on the same team when it's really that we're all on the same side. We're in the same industry, but everybody has different roles. And I do wish people res- would respect that a bit more. Um, 
Yeah, because I don't know. I never get mad when a brand person wants to do brand stuff. It's their job. I don't know. That's a good answer. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, there was another yeah. trek that just this was a uh, mm. prototype on the homepage. Mm. Pull it up. <laughs> the uh, trek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just got spotted. Mm-hmm. In the parking lot. Is it? No, go to the Trek Pink bike. So this is like what you're talking about when a, a prototype bike gets spotted mm-hmm. in public and like, yeah, there's all, talk about conspiracies. Oh man, the number of people who think that it's like a plant, right? Yeah. Well, like guerrilla marketing. There are absolutely brands who ride their bikes um, publicly and are like, notice me, notice me for sure. Um yeah, proto-hype, we call it. But um, <laughs> there are also definitely the number of brands who get super mad when, when we publish something like this. Yeah, there's lots. Ah, uh, free marketing. I hate it. Okay, so well, here we are looking at the... So what it happens, though, is it's, it's undermining the product on the floor. So right. it's not... The brand doesn't give a shit. They love the fact that we're doing this, but they're getting screamed at by their dealers. Right. Because they just lost their dealers millions of dollars. Because, because they have old inventory gun. that they yeah. won't be able to move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, again, everybody's got their jobs to do and like, mm-hmm. fair enough. But, um, whereas I, I think also like this year we're seeing a lot of brands just being open about what they're making and working on partially because they don't have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Mm. Like we just recorded a pod. It'll be out, I guess by now with, with pivot, we recorded a podcast about their prototype stuff that they, you know, Bernard showed up before Lenza had it and, basically showed it off to the world and they yeah we hit them up and they sent us more photos and we sat down and did a whole podcast about it even though the bike's not out for another year you know so some brands are depending on the model or what's in the market they can be pretty open i don't know this uh, this trek thing i don't actually know what the deal is i uh, i took two days off last week it was great (laughs) Uh, and in that time uh this came in and got spotted and was this Kaz wrote where, it up or Daria wrote this? it up? Daria. Mm-hmm. Where is this? Do you know where this photo was taken? Uh, I think the comments said it was in Michigan somewhere. Why did they paint it like that? It's so weird. Uh, I think that that's a on purpose thing. It's weird. Because some companies do like the cam, like camo paint yeah. that like the camera can't focus on because there's too many lines. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like too complicated of a pattern. <laughs> it works on a car because it's a massive object, mm-hmm. but on a bike, it's like, you're probably going to get the shot. <laughs> I just, when, when we worked for Rocky, mm-hmm. I kept suggesting to the, to the proto, like to the R and D team, can you just put like a track label on it, please? <laughs> like, like just any, like just put some misdirection. Come on. Like if you're going to be riding it, I don't know. No, you just put the word not next to your logo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not Rocky Mountain. Yeah. And people are like, oh, must nobody be would get else. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you guys think of that new track? What do you think of it? Uh, I think the color scheme is fire. No, you don't. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's. I think it'll pop in the forest, from the side, in the oh, da- dark, dank forest. I think. Uh, I think it could use some pegs. <laughs> yeah. Um, it needs to be slacker. I'm looking for like grim donut slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I look for in every bike now. Pegs and grim donut slack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Norco, if you're listening, bring back the 420. <laughs> uh, but. Grim 420. Whose idea was it to do the Grim Donut? 
mine. Definitely Brian's. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the Grim Donut? The Grim Donut is a uh, project that Jason and uh, Brian worked on together. And Mike Levy. And Mike Levy. And Mike Levy. Yeah. Over uh, many months. Many years. Uh, many years. Well, yeah. <laughs> the first How? video probably took a year to make. Yeah. Wow. And not because we spent a year working on it. Just there was a lot of other shit going on. We spent a, a long time working on, on things that weren't it, but yeah. like chipping away at this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the first one, yeah. So what is it? You didn't describe what it was. Yeah. It's a bike from the future, and the way that we got to the future was I took the geometry of, uh, this was what, in 2020? Yeah, so a 2010 stump jumper and a 2020 stump jumper, and then I just assumed like a linear progression from there to what a 2030 stump jumper would look like. And those were the numbers that we gave to gave to the um, factory that made it. Yeah. And it's very slow. So in layman's terms. Uh, we made, we took a bike that was old fashioned and uh, compared it to a bike that was current and we projected what it would look like in the future and it got really slack and really weird. Borderline unrideable. Yeah. And it's, slack in layman's terms. Uh, the wheel, the front wheel is really far out in front of you. It looks like a, like a Harley Davidson yeah. chopper. Yeah. And you just plow into all the things. Mm -hmm. And what makes it a grim donut? Uh, it was just a funny. Well, at the time, all these bike brands, the small bike brands were coming out with like sick. Like there was six cycles, which mm. was this big controversial brand and like everything had to be super aggressive. But then also Levy likes donuts. It's sort of part of his personal brand. So it was Grim Donut. <laughs> got it. Yeah. It's yeah. actually really similar to how Pink Bike got its name. What, oh, it being not super aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like there was hcore.net and stuff back in the day and Radic wanted to have the opposite of that. Uh -huh. I always just think you guys need to go to a pink logo, though. It, it I love how it's like it's called Pink Bike and everything's black and red. Oh, it's so <laughs> dumb, and I love it. Drives me crazy. <laughs> it just feels like you don't have the stones to go pink, you know? <laughs> I think they did like a My Little Pony theme for one April Fool's. They did. I remember that. Yeah. I was wondering if you guys had anything fun to say about the Grim Donut. Oh, it was fun. It went, <laughs> we had a good time. It went a lot faster than we thought it would, and it would... It, had 100% less failures than I thought it would. Did you ride it, Jason? I've ridden it. Not, not on trail? Like, not really. The first one or the second one? First. Okay. I've never ridden the second one. Oh. The second one is shockingly rideable. I hucked it to flat. That was <laughs> How were your ankles? Uh, totally fine. It did feel insane off a jump. Like, mm -hmm. it took so long to leave the ramp. <laughs> it's such a long bike. And whose idea was it to do the drop to flat videos or what do you call it huck to flat videos oh definitely brian oh. it's brian <laughs> how do you pitch that to jason was jason into jason it at first wasn't the first one to do it it was yeah. adam oh price. okay adam price was the first one no what? nobody was into doing anything about the field test the first time we did the field test <laughs> i had to like drag everybody kicking and screaming through it so the field test for the people who don't know is a group test correct me if i'm wrong group test of bikes on pink bike it was annually and now it's kind of like well, it used to be times. annual. Then we did two. We'd, we moved to like a spring and a fall with the spring one being cheap bikes and the fall one being fancy bikes. And then we did like four in a year and that was too many. So now we're <laughs> back to doing two, a spring and a fall. Oh, that sounds way nicer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And then during that, one, that of one of the like pseudoscience tests is the huck to flat. It's extremely scientific. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, is this Jason? No, that's no, no, no. Yeah, go to, go to the first one. I think. Jason, uh, were you into this when you were cast? Were you like the f- number? So the very first one I was pretty into and I think, but I think I only did it because none of the other editors wanted to. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I can, I can do that. And, uh, oh, um, the hard tail. And then, and then it just started happening every field test that I ended up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. So here's Jason hucking to flat. What are you jumping off of? Uh, it's like a, a, a wood ramp. Um, I forget the company that makes it. Do you remember? Mountain Bike uh, Hopper? No, no, it's the other one. I don't know. No idea. Anyway, anyway, it's probably only like three feet tall. It's not a very big ramp. Okay. And it's not a huge huck either, but it's just not. when you when you do anything to flat, and especially if you're kind of trying to stay fairly stiff on the bike for a consistent thing, it, it definitely puts a lot of stress through the bike. Yeah, we've broken bikes yeah. on it, which is insane. Yeah, it, I don't know. Can we talk about the crank that you broke? Yeah. Okay. Was that on the video or yeah. which crank did you break? I, I broke I... a specialized crank on oh, the Enduro. Oh, the Praxis crank. Or the Praxis, Praxis crank, crank on the okay. Levo SL. I remember at one point you, you told me that and then you like showed me a video and you're like, don't tell anybody. Don't, you can't send this around. You can't. Cause we hadn't posted yeah. it publicly yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did post it publicly. Yes. And yeah. Can we find that? That's it's probably on here. Oh really? One of these, yeah. Yeah. So gnarly. You could have got messed up, man. What's the uh, process if you get that injured after work? You go to like HR. Or, like, what, are you HR? Fuck, I mean, Who's HR? Yes. You're a you're a prime candidate for this. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, so well, this year, this year we had a bike uh, break under somebody. Um, oh no. Yeah, he talked. He talked about it. Um, Matt Matt Beer um, was on a prototype bike from a local brand and that it was like totally not ride ready and through their miscommunications it sounded ride ready and he was on a line and just the front end of the bike tore off like the wor- like worst case scenario and he he like augured in hard and yeah so yeah that's that's a full hr workers comp figure it out like take your time off do your thing like it it was bad Oh my! He he hit hard, um, but yeah. Where did the bike break? Right at the top tube, the full front. Yeah, the, the the head tube tore off. I'd have to oh, go and look. look at the photos, but yeah, I think just the the head tube tore off. This is the crank. I don't know if we. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. man, dude, look at the ankle. Yeah. Look at your ankle. Oh. That one's already been broken. Yeah. So dude, go back, run that back one more time. Okay, what is this, Jason? This is the Huck to Flat. I think it was the e-bike category. So that that's an e-bike, specialized e-bike. And <laughs> I remember we f- we fucking got the shot. And for some reason, we were like, Boom. oh, let's do it again. It wasn't like totally sharp. So I did it again on the bike and the crank snapped right at the pedal. It's it's so fucked up to me that... That hurts. These, that, these, yeah. that this actually happens. Yes, like, it is fucked up. None yeah. of these bikes should... Like these little huck to flats and even the field test in general, because it's, it's only most of our tests are way longer than two weeks, but the field test is two in, like compressed weeks. And we always kind of say it's not like a full test. It's not like a six month test or whatever, but, um, it's not like a mattress test where you have the thing poking <laughs> yeah. for six yeah. months, right? It's just two weeks. Yeah. So it's my I don't know, like test. there's zero way that any bike should fail either in the field tests 
or in the Huck to Flat. Like, come on, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I would expect, I would expect every road bike to handle the Huck to Flat. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, like it's it's from three feet up. Yeah, it's not for sure. Not high, you know, it's not. So those are carbon cranks that you broke. Yeah, they were carbon, mm-hmm. and they're super well known for breaking those particular ones. What, what's going through your mind as soon as that happened? Um, I ch- I definitely was like, oh, I may have broke my ankle, and then it kind of like came back and it was fine. And then I was like, just looking at the um, crank arm, it was just like shrapnel of carbon. I was like, oh, thank God that didn't go in my leg. Dude, you got so and, lucky. And then I was like, it was Matt uh, Butterworth from Ant Hill filming. I was like, did you get the shot? And he's like, oh yeah, we got it. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is gonna go viral. Brian's gonna be stoked. <laughs> he's gonna be like, good work. <laughs> good work. Now I have some. Fun phone calls to me <laughs> uh i mean it, it yeah sure i i don't contone anybody breaking themselves off for internet views but if it happens yeah. okay now this perfectly segues into friday fails <laughs> How, what percentage of readers watchers listeners whatever are coming to see the fails every week a lot I, they're terrible people <laughs> and I'm one of them. Yes. <laughs> you know what? In the right headspace, I will watch Friday Fails, but not always. No, me, me neither. Honestly, I probably only watch a few a year. Mm-hmm. They're kind of cringy in a painful way. Like, oh, and then, yeah, just thinking, this could happen to me. They're just like it a little does. tasty treat, like a little mm-hmm. indulgence every once in a while. The comments have to be on fire for me to be like, okay, fine. I got to watch the one where the guy scorpions sideways. The thing that always shocks me is that you'd think it would get old, but there's always new and more creative ways to crash your brains out. Can we can we just rip a Friday Fails? Maybe like a best of Friday Fails compilation? I think we did a good one on for number 200. Hey, is it compilation or compilation? Compilation. <laughs> it's definitely not compilation. Can't <laughs> just asking. Oh Friday my fails. God, the thumbnail is good too. It, it's like everybody references Friday fails when we're riding, filming our Mahalo stuff, which is out there. People crash on our cameras and they say, oh, cool. I'm going to make it in Friday fails. It's like something that the kids are aspiring to these days. That intro was very like Spike TV 2003. <laughs> yeah. Who made that intro? <laughs> uh, I think, was that Haysom? I think maybe Paul Haysom yeah. commissioned that intro. Yeah. Mm. That was before me. Before us. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, like TV what? circuit that that's a visceral. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. How how many crashes are submitted oh on God. a daily basis? So many, so many, so many. Like dozens, hundreds. I'd have to. I don't know, but Oof. definitely dozens. Definitely. Well, I mean, because sometimes, uh, oh yeah, well now you have Friday fails, Sunday saves. Or Sunday sends saves saves. I hope I'm right. Yeah, Sunday What's saves Saturday sends Saturday sends. It's got to have alliteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah. And the uh, Mo- Monday Mo- makes. No, we don't do that. Somebody else did like mid Mondays or something, where it's just like regular people doing regular <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry, this is just like brutal crashes happening in the corner of my eye. Oh man! Oh, this mid- one looks like it's going to oh, do I don't well like it. on uh, the ice. <laughs> Oh, mid Mondays. Yeah, mid somebody. Yeah, I think somebody on Instagram does mid Mondays or something like that. And I, I, it's kind of a good idea. It's just like extra regular. And now, yeah, you do. Um, was it Saturday Sunday saves? Yeah. And and that's a tough one to get. Uh, get Content. Like, yeah. yeah. That one looked on purpose almost. <laughs> well, we don't do those as regularly as Friday fails because it's just it takes longer to make. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then every once in a while, when you do make them, the comments are like, come on, this wasn't worthy of making a video. (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. Just don't watch it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're a scroll wheel. I, I want to say that to so many people. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, like if, if you're not interested in the thing, the scroll wheel on your mouse or like on your phone or whatever, it works awesome. Yeah. Like, it works the same way it did 20 years ago. Yeah. It's this like consumer entitlement that it's like, why wasn't this good enough for me? And you're like, well, what yeah. wasn't this exactly what I wanted? Or like, yeah, the, it's like, we're at a trade show and we've posted 30 clip or 30 articles from the trade show about all the new tech. And then we do one video about some of the things that we've covered in articles already. And then they click on the thing that says video such and such from the trade show. And they're like, why wasn't this an article? I want to, I want to read it at work. And it's like, it says fucking video in the fucking headline. What, what about video something, something sea otter, whatever, made you think that it would have what you were looking for when <laughs> literally the whole rest of the page is what you're looking for. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Hey, what about people who, who want autoplay turned off? I understand. Autoplay <laughs> is annoying. Uh, it's not, it's, it is what it is. I, it, I, I'm very conflicted about it because on the one hand, I don't like, like websites making decisions for me. But on the other hand, like, again, you clicked on a thing that said video and then did you not expect a video to fucking play? So I don't know. I get both sides of that one. I'm conflicted. I'm trying to think like, I feel like when I browse the internet, I'm usually browsing on silent anyways, until I want to play something with sound, then I'll turn it on. Well, it auto plays silently too. It doesn't oh, click it. it so even if you have the sound on, okay. Yeah. Even if you don't, people are very vocal about autoplay on your website, right? It's, it's very vocal. And like, to, I, I don't know. I get it. People fear change and whatever. But again, I do feel a little bit like, come on, guys. Like, Does it count as a play? I think I think if you watch for 10 seconds or 30 seconds, I don't know. And you definitely you're, watch, you're definitely getting the play because 10 seconds, like I'm scrolling to the bottom right away. The first thing I'm doing is reading <laughs> some comments. <laughs> right. Autoplay sucks. <laughs> right yeah, away. Actually one of the people. <laughs> I don't need to read anything first. Yeah, it's, it's actually free comment. Right everybody there. else is so pro autoplay. It's just him with all of his alts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. oh, yeah, I got a lot of alts. <laughs> Speaking of Friday fails, we wanted to talk about one of your fails. We love injury on there the show. So many. We love injuries. <laughs> You're a big mountain biker, big OG mountain biker. And uh, you sent in a clip. Sent in some oh, home just, no, tape. This isn't, this no, this, a, what is this? What are we, what are we looking at first? <laughs> I think this is like a free ride clip. This oh. is just free this ride you, Brian back in the day. You okay, let's set the scene. Your free ride Brian. What year is this? Oh, this has got to be 2003. Am I on a, I'm on a Banshee scream. I don't know. There's four pixels on the yeah, screen. No. <laughs> it's in fish eye though. So. Yeah. Whoa. Sweet. That was huge. Yeah. Look at that style. Is that Oliver? I think that's in Kelowna. I think we drove up to Kelowna with a, with a, little kicker and we went around to various fields all of her i hardly know her (laughs) oh lord okay wait what is this oh that's because we were talking about cam mccray (laughs) (laughs) dude he's gonna be pissed when he sees this is that cam mccray no that's me that is me uh so nsmb used to have a a contest called air prentice Mm -hmm. which was like a early reality show kind of it's like Pink Bike Academy. Just like Pink Bike Academy, yeah. But with a free ride focus. Um, and there was like... And a, and a BMX background. And a BMX background. There was definitely a few people that came out of that with little careers and stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm Pink. trying to think of who, who was the most famous Air Apprentice person. Like just, currently? 
Yeah. Mark Matthews. I would say Mark Matthews if we're yeah. going numbers wise on uh, Instagrams. Yeah, Instagrams yeah. and whatnots. Mm -hmm. But there was, I'm trying to think. Ian Nelson. Ian Nelson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally two days ago, we we're like, where's Ian? We haven't heard from him in three Ian years. Axe. Where yeah. is he? Ian Axe Nelson. Um, and his axe ups. <laughs> he, he does like spinal, like physio. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. But he probably makes a lot more. From money. all the people who, who come in from Friday, Friday fails. Yeah. Anyways, we, yeah, a bunch of us did like a, a fake Air Apprentice while they were doing Air Apprentice one year. We called it Stair Apprentice. And then I got really drunk and that's that uh, the, it ended up with a long jump over me my carcass and i don't know where that mask came from well i can tell exactly what's happening in this photo <laughs> no, <I laughs> know, it means a lot to me photo. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome it's just a good nsmb story who who competed in stair apprentice anyone we know evan holmgren okay uh, yeah i think ben boyko maybe no <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know somebody some people like that um uh, Bouch, do you remember Bouch? Andrew yeah. Boucher, he like went and worked for Freeride Entertainment after oh. um, a bunch of those like WTA people. Freeride Entertainment. Freeride. Did, did Freeride Entertainment have anything to do with drop-in? No. Um, uh, Carl did though. I think Carl's mm. a little bit involved. Carl, one of the OGs at Pinkbike, one of the two brothers. I think he and Radic had something to do with Rip PV. Um, I was going to segue into uh, you on drop-in, but, drop but I tried to segue into your fail. Oh, yeah, now we're one? between segues, we and I don't know which one to segue can to. Can we go back to the mask photo for a second? <laughs> no. Okay, let's, let's say you have to segue into it, though. Yeah, no. So, so Brian, were you trying to hide at your face there? Or? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right, moving on. Oh, Dave's on fire today. Sorry. All right. All right. Okay, uh, we're going into the Friday this fail. This is the here. Friday fail. Okay, so you ate shit. Yeah. All right. This is you. And what are you thinking? We're looking at a photo of Brian. How does uh, this make you feel? Lying on his back in the mountains, <laughs> chilling. The very broken arm. Very cool shades and a cool helmet. Yeah, I think that that's actually like a shirt wrapped around my head. Oh, <laughs> because we were uh, oh, stuck on the side of the thing for a while, and it was very hot. So you oh no, there's a helmet on me by then. Okay, never mind. This is Pemberton. Pemberton. -ish. Yeah. So you broke your arm in the middle of nowhere oh, in Pemberton. It was the stupidest fucking crash. So stupid. Um, I was going so slow. I was waiting for some people behind me. It was like towards the end of the ride. I'm just cruising, and I just snagged a pedal in like the worst, dumbest place, and just out the front door, at like half speed. And it just, yeah, I just tumbled in the wrong place. And <laughs> I've told this story before, um, but I, <laughs> I tumbled and then I came to a stop and I put my arms out to stop myself and I looked down and my right arm was not where my brain thought it should be or thought it was. And I looked and it was pointing backwards <laughs> and like, yeah, I, this is how dumb my brain is I like or I think this is called toxic masculinity I like I was so embarrassed and I like I yoinked my my arm around and like moved it back into place like right away and literally the thoughts that went through my brain were like the universe didn't notice that that didn't happen I put it back in place before the universe noticed mm -hmm. everything's fucking fine 
we're gonna ride out of here. I'm 100% okay. Like, like there's no way I'm gonna be the guy that like fuck this ride up. No chance. You Everything's sure totally about fine. That? I'm gonna be on Friday fails. Sure it's gonna be that? fine. Great content. Yeah. I have a GoPro on my head. It's all I did, good. I didn't have a oh, GoPro on my no. head. I know. I would share if I did, but yeah. And then and then immediately I was like. Oh no no my arm is very broken. I remember yelling up to Sarah Moore, like my arm is super broken. It's <laughs> super broken. <laughs> yeah, nine one one would be a good choice right now. Yeah, well, and again, toxic masculinity or something. It never once occurred to me that I wouldn't be okay until Sarah Moore, one of our uh, coworkers, <laughs> the nicest woman in the, the nicest world. woman in the universe, like horrifyingly nice yeah um, she like runs up and she's like brian it's gonna be okay we're gonna get you off this mountain your arm is gonna be okay and like until that moment i hadn't mm. considered any alternative like i was like of course i am oh shit maybe not why are you bringing it up <laughs> i cannot talk about it without crying yeah anyways it sucked and then so what did what did you break uh my humerus spiral Oh, it was oh, funny. Yeah, that that's a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, it was like a whole explodey bit. Oh, gosh. You got an x-ray on this carousel here? Uh, maybe. Yeah, there's one in the in the saved story, if you want to go there. Saved story? Yeah, near the top. Oh, like a highlight? Yeah, there you go. Oh. Oops, there you go. There's <laughs> so many people ask. Oh, no. like, I better just yeah. made this. I better just make this yeah. a highlight. Exactly. <laughs> Quick bar stories. How, how long were you on the side of the mountain for? It was a long time. It was right? a long time. Yeah, we the crash is like two thirty p.m. and I don't think I was in the heli until like six thirty seven. Damn, that's yeah, long. Four time. hours. Jeez. I think some. I think there was something else. Somebody else. Had, there was like a rescue going on or something bad. Did um, you at least get drugs before you were in the heli? No. Here's the most fucked up part. It was like fourteen experienced mountain bikers. Mm-hmm. Not one of them had recreational drugs on them. Okay. The whole, like the entire crew. Chumps. Yeah, look at how big my, my biceps never been that oh. big ever. <laughs> oh, we can oh, volumize oh, Vol- volume. What is this wrapped around your head? Something That's different wrapped around your head. just paper or something. That's something I didn't pull enough over a little shelf. <laughs> You're vlogging. Yeah, there you go. I, went <laughs> I love the, the fit I'm, right now. I'm so in like good. older <laughs> I took a couple of steps, thought I could run it out. Definitely didn't run it out. Um, hit my head, looked down, uh, uh, yeah. I came to a stop, looked down, my, tried to move my right arm, it was facing the wrong direction, it was pointing backwards. We know, we know. Yeah, skip, 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 story. skip, yeah, let's hear it again. Now, at what point did SEAL Team 6 show up to try to kill you? <laughs> Just a quick OOTD there in my vlog. Um, uh-huh. How is this? Were you sleeping at this point, or? No, this fucking sucked. Really? I'm sorry. There's a helicopter above. I can't hear anything. <laughs> you got like a little sleeping bag, and you can only see out of one small piece, and the thing's spinning on a pendulum. So it's just like everything hurts. You're being shoved up against the side of this thing with a broken arm, oh. and it's spinning. It's like Earth, sky, Earth, sky, Earth, sky is all you can see. A periscope maybe would horrible. solve that. It's horrible. Oh, it is. There's the extra oh that's, that's a big break. Holy smokes. So you clipped a pedal and you went over the bar? You I, said you said yeah. out the front window or out yeah, the front, front door. door. What does, yeah. does that mean over the bars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And surgery went well. I'll get to go home soon. Yay. 200 weeks ago. Yeah. There we go. No, anyways, yeah, it sucked. It wasn't, I don't recommend it. Um, 
it was, I mean, fuck, just, it's such a, th- I don't know, you've had your share of really fucked up accidents, <laughs> but like, for me, the only really bad crashes I've ever had have been, like, not while I was, like, attack mode. It was just, The like, dumb ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. chilling, cruising. It was so stupid. Um, fuck, it hurts so bad. It was super unhappy. Yeah. Well, you look pretty calm in the vlog, though. Like, what's mm-hmm. going Is there, like, is that pretty quick after? Are you just running on adrenaline? That was about two hours after. Oh. An hour and a half after. Then you're experiencing pain by then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was all pretty uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Like... You can see the like immediate shock, but I don't know. It like I didn't. It was regular. It just sucked. Mm. Yeah. Uh, can you arm wrestle still? Mm. I already have bad shoulders, so probably not. I don't know. It seems like that's. You ever watch arm wrestling videos on YouTube where they get people's arm <sighs> break? I think pull it up. Just kidding. Don't pull it up. It's disgusting. That's like right where they break. It's always the the um, elbow. Mm. Have you seen the guy with the giant Popeye arms? Did I? Did we talk about this on a different pod? Uh, like the synthol dudes? It, no, he's like an he's a professional arm wrestler. Just look up d- dude with Popeye arms; it'll come up. <laughs> Jason, how's that Red Bull uh, half drink, full drink? Yeah, uh, look up You're arm, arm wrestler, arm yeah. wrestler. Jason, that's what my that's what my biceps look like. <laughs> yeah, <after>. Kind of <laughs> filled up with blood. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah, far, far right guy. That's what my Yeah, this is. guy. His forearms are wow. crazy. He has some sort wow. of genetic disposition. and He looks like if Jeff Foxworthy met yeah. Popeye. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. You know you're a redneck when you can <laughs> yeah. arm wrestle anybody. He's very trustworthy looking. He Yeah, he looks like <laughs> the biggest sweetheart. Yeah. So basically his whole Instagram feed is him holding regular sized things and being like, look at how small a beer can is in my hand. <sighs> And it's entertaining every time. Does he have like an OnlyFans? Yeah, he's like, look at how small this looks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a market. Yeah, yeah. Just obliterating women with those hands. Bad. <laughs> it's not where I was going with that, but all right. No, I wasn't either. I was just feeding off what you were putting uh, uh, man, we're down on the table. Each other. Feeding off each other. Yeah, find find him holding something small. <laughs> No, that's, 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 that's <laughs> a pretty big <laughs> item. <laughs> it's, a big item. <laughs> it's a big license plate. <laughs> yeah, it's like the biggest license. Holding something small. Holds up a car bumper. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Okay, whoa, whoa, wait. Keep going. Keep going. It's best when he's got like a can. Everything he holds is big. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that. Yeah, a cake. Yeah, that's a whole Wait, cake. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's not. Zoom in. Oh, my There's goodness. No way. That's How big is that cake? Yeah, oh, my a, God. His that, hand, dude. That's a Dairy Queen ice cream cake right there. Dude, his hands. Okay, that is wild. But he looks like a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like you, imagine those hugs. Oh. Oh. Nothing's wrong. Oh, yeah. Look at him with a baby. <laughs> Jesus. He's going to clobber that oh thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he looks like Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Fox really meets Wrecky Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wreck Wreck Fox really? <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's what a beer can looks like in his hand. Sorry, did you say bacon with a Jamaican accent? <laughs> beer can. <laughs> okay. All the beer can in his hand. Uh, I don't know how to segue into this, so I'm just gonna ask it. <laughs> You're working on a movie. Oh, you could have you could have gone with the with the free ride entertainment quip earlier i know i tried oh. i tried and then we went back to injuries so now i'm just 
We're spiraling. We're, yeah, we're spiraling. Well, but uh, with Jason and I, we just, um, we built a bunch of bikes yesterday. We're filming it and all that. And we're running old mountain bike movies in the background on the TV watching, um, watching Dustin, Dustin Bones is it called? Well, we watched all of the neural disorders. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's how long the bike build took. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we watched, I didn't even know they had it. It was like the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. movie of all the neural disorders yeah were you were you on the field test where we were with taj and watching all the og yeah that's when taj slept in a closet yeah. i didn't quite know who he was <laughs> so <laughs> watching taj wait legendary what? bmxer watch original mountain bike movies and being like what the hell is this weird ass subculture <laughs> from the early 2000s it was so surreal it was super funny it was very funny why did taj sleep in a closet because he's way too nice to kick anybody out of the bed yeah, I would have left a bed. Like a yeah, walk-in closet? Would, no, like a, it was like an under-the-stairs closet. It's like oh, Harry Potter stuff. Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. It was a little Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, and it got us fired up for the uh, the new free ride movie mm-hmm. coming out. Well, it's not like, it's not going to be a new world. Right. But it is pretty sick. But it's made by the same people. It is. Ish. Yeah. And it, but it also has, so, okay, so it's, the movie is Nothing's for Free, I'm not working on it at all other than talking Derek off of a ledge on a regular basis. Derek's the director? Derek, yeah, Derek Westerland, the the big D, the guy who made all the New World films. Um, he's been working on this, I think. I mean, he talked to us about it at Rocky back in the day. So, oh, wow. like, it's, it must be a decade that he's been trying to get this thing done. It's a, it's a, the history, it's like the story of freeride mountain biking. Um on like a quite big scale from like early trials all the way to like YouTube stardom now. And it kind of goes through all the different eras and all the different superstars and it's got everybody involved. So didn't the moment movie tell it a similar story similar and on a smaller scale, but I mean the moment was great, but it's, this is definitely bigger. There's more people is his more, more stories bigger. And it has all of the OG, f- like it's got Christian Beijing's in it, Bjorn Enga's in it. I think he's got some stuff from Yorley. Thor Wixom just sent a bunch of stuff up for it. Yeah, like every OG filmmaker that was part, that documented this got like Tarek Razuli from Resolution. Like uh, it's got the whole FMB era. It's got, yeah, it's got everything. Everything, <laughs> everything and everyone. Um, it's heavy. Like it's not. The moment was was really cool and like felt good. This this is definitely heavier. Like mm. it's definitely there's some really awesome storylines that I won't give away and some things are like really happy, but other things are really fucking heavy. Um and there's some really sick writing. So some yeah, I don't know. It's I can't a, wait. It's cool. Can't it's it's, it's uh, premiering Crankworks? Yeah, so we'll have a yeah, we'll have a premiere at Crankworks at the Plaza. Yeah. On the Oh on the Plaza. Oh the twenty eighth. Yeah, I can't That'd wait. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you to all involved. I like I love watching a movie during Crankworks. Yeah, it's we it's been a while since we've had like a big premiere at Crankworks. Where's the after party? Uh I actually don't know, but we were just talking about there's a few options, so we'll figure that out. Nice. Yeah. There's yeah. The Is B C D C gonna be there? No, the the music choice. I think you'll like it, but I won't won't spoil it. Ooh. Swollen members, Celine Dion. You know what? That would be great. 
That or would be era, era, era appropriate for sure. Yeah, real Spike TV 2003 yes. vibes. <laughs> that would be epic. This week on Mansers. <laughs> Remember that show? I do. Be like, do you like tits or cars more? <laughs> and it'd be like a car with tits and it'd be like, what about both? <laughs> you cannot make that show anymore. No. <laughs> no. Or the man show. Do you ever watch that? No. Whew. Cancelable now. Dude, I mean, yeah, the early 2000s were fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Slam ball. Remember that? Where they jumped on the trampolines? Well, isn't that still a thing? Yeah, it is a thing. Oh, okay. It was a league. It was more of a 2000s thing. I love how we're talking about like a mountain bike movie. Dave's like, you guys ever seen Mancer? (laughs) What about slam ball? That's pretty cool, huh? I like sports. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we've been talking about mountain bikes for a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, About 50 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever, has he ever been mountain biking? Once. He made a video about it. it One and a half. Took him mountain biking. Yeah. And how was it? Like out of 10? Four? Everybody was just mad at him in the comments because we gave an e-bike, like a ball and e-bike. There wasn't that many mad ones. Well, there were, yeah, there wasn't that many mad ones, but then the ones that did had a lot of up votes mm. supporting the comment. I will say mm-hmm. I didn't ask for the e-bike. No, I'm, we didn't wait. want to give you a non-e-bike because we didn't want to wait for you. Why would we mm. do that? You know? Wait, why were they mad that you had an e-bike? Though? Because jealousy. That's not the first, uh, you can't do that first time. Yeah. Oh, you got to have a hardtail with V-brakes. You've got to exactly. like... Yeah, you got to suffer. The it, sport is about suffering. It was yeah. fun. Like I, I enjoyed it, but also you, we were shooting a video, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like a lot of, you know, stuff. Also, get the shot, and then we were out there for a really long time. So I was really tired by the end. Mm-hmm. I think there was not even really a plan with whose bike you were going to ride. It was just in right. the moment. I was like, well, you can ride mine, mm-hmm. and that's right. what happened. Yeah, but it was on the fuel exe. We're gonna we're gonna give Dave get Dave on the bike again. We got a we got a bike Shoot. coming in this summer that. Uh, no, this is news to me. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> it's, news. It's got it's got Everything. no motor. No no motor. One rear brake only. It's got to be. He's got to live through the bullshit of like <laughs> early two thousands mountain bikes. Otherwise, the commenters won't be satisfied. I, if we ever do a part two of Dave goes mountain biking, we have to. You have to suffer for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as long as I don't uh, Friday fail myself. Maybe we should just make him the guy who has to uh, go bikepacking on the downhill bike oh. on the session. Then, oh, then he would he needs suffer. A dual knee replacement. Yeah, pass. <laughs> we're, we're we're doing that video pretty soon. Like right. gravel bike versus trail bike versus oh. session. And you're gonna make each one of them do like not what it's meant for. Uh, no, we're all gonna like. I don't know. We haven't really figured it out. We but figured it out. we're just like putting racks, like, racks that. Um, old mountain man racks they fit oh, on yeah. any bike sorry what's know. this video <laughs> I'm gonna kill you Dave I'm gonna kill you we, this is very inside but Dave can't remember this project every time we bring it up yeah, there's like two month <laughs> gaps between bringing it up and there's a whole thing I was actually this morning gonna be like I was gonna bring it up myself as a joke just a piece of garbage anyways yeah is it really just that you guys like wanted the aesthetic of these ridiculous bikes and then you built a video around it uh it kind of started with like a thumbnail like oh yeah if we build a a a bike packing bike on a session people will be like what the hell is this shit and then we're like wait do people does someone actually have to go do the route on that bike because they're mostly just gonna be pushing the bike do you do you often start from just a thumbnail we have been trying this this year we've been starting from the thumbnail working backwards it can work it can work yeah if the if the concept leans into it, mm-hmm. a lot of it's still though a lot of our videos are like 
let's go and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say that like we've we've tried it a couple times. Yeah, and it's worked. Yeah. And then, we'll, yeah, it but just then, forces you to actually have some sense of like what the hook is mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. In any case, at least you talked about it a little bit before you went out and did it. But yeah, Jason and I, we've for many years just gone out there and winged it, and it's worked out. Wanged it, which is wanged it. Yeah, we wang chunged it, it. <laughs> and it's worked out pretty well. But yeah, um, bef- we need to talk about three D printing. Ugh. We need to talk about three D printing. Very interesting. Okay. When I went to this Maynard's uh, liquidation sale and got this sandwich, <laughs> they had a three D printer. And I was thinking about you and I was like, I feel like I should, I should call Brian Park right now and FaceTime and say, is this a good 3D printer? Because I really want one. Do you want one? I think I want one. I like the idea. I mean, because we have 2D vinyl plotters mm-hmm. that when we make stickers like crazy. I love it. Just think of what we could do with another dimension. Third dimension. Butt plugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm sh- I guarantee you there's a hole. My friend printed one. There's a hole? Joke. You guarantee you there's, there's a, a hole? hole? I guarantee you there's a hole. I, what, what? I think there's at least like three or four. Mm. <laughs> there's seven holes on the human body. Are there really? Wait, how many? What po- about pores? <laughs> how many holes collectively in this room? <laughs> so many. Wait, do eye holes math. count? Wait, uh, maybe. Um, but Jason I, said that you made f- a decent amount of money. I was going to say the number. Maybe I won't out of respect oh. of the businessmen who are here making... I, I, a million dollars. No, no it was a million somebody dollars. wants to give me... Uh, no. Jason said you made 10 grand ma- yeah. 3D printing shit at home. Last year, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I think I probably spent seven grand <laughs> to do it. Oh, yeah. oh startup costs. That's, That's okay. Does that even include your time? No. So you're, you're probably like... <laughs> probably minimum wage. After, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, for Don't sure. Don't calculate yeah. it like that. Yeah, yeah, That's no. cool, though. What are you making? What are you selling? Uh, the things that people right now are buying... Originally, the thing that like I sold a shitload of were the the weed holders oh in the top cap things right yeah jason mentioned that yeah um, so I, like you hide your doobie somewhere on your bicycle well it's got a little one hitter thingy and your lighter and some material which could be weed but could be other things depending on how legal it is in your area <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know you could probably call it a fire starter kit for safety oh there you go yeah. fire straws are a real thing yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, fire straws. Yeah, sure. What's that? To like blow it's, on a fire. Yeah, if you're trying to start a fire, you have a little straw to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But weirdly, they're shaped exactly like a one-hitter. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hmm. I sold a lot of those, um, and that was cool. And then um, I make a lot of like beer can holders, like little clippy things that a friend of mine designed. People buy those. People buy a lot of pump holders because... People are obsessed with how they hold their pump on their bike. So just a lot of holders. Well, things that hold shit, yeah. A mm. lot of accessories. I'm not going to not gonna make any stems, 3D printed stems. And then weirdly, I've made some money recently th- 3D printing Nerf guns because um, there's a subculture that's even dorkier than mountain bikes and even more willing to spend money on Nerf guns. Nerdy shit, yeah. Did you bring us one? No, but I can. <gasps> I would like one. Okay. Yeah, I'll make you one. I made three. The SRAM one. He made the SRAM one. Yeah, you brought he brought a SRAM what? 3D printed Nerf gun. Oh my god. So what makes a 3D printed Nerf gun better or different than a regular one? Well that'll kill you. All right, so next podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is gonna be a long one. Yeah. Give me the two sentence answer. It's cool hardware store engineering that will like punch a hole in your drywall if you want. Gotcha. (laughs) I love it. It will kill you. It's exactly my type of shit because it's not real engineering because I can't do that. 
but it's like you're dabbling yeah you can fuck around and like you can generally have an idea of here's my pitch since i'm going to evangelize about 3d printing everybody should get one because like it's way easier than you think it is and like real people who make real things probably roll their eyes but for me history major never made anything in my life like the the process of like thinking of a thing making it on the computer pressing a button and then it existing in the real world is fucked up it's so insanely cool um i get it, it. yeah it's so now, so satisfying i want one how much is it what's like the base price for a decent one a couple hundred bucks 300 bucks what yeah what are you spending seven grand on the oh the i bought plastic a lot, i bought a lot of dumb oh. shit in the for yeah don't don't worry about it okay <laughs> are you like working are you often like downloading a file or are you starting from scratch um both so i think one of the things that is really cool about 3d printing is that for every nerdy niche thing that you need on your bike or whatever or your tv remote breaks or whatever somebody else has probably had that problem and Mm -hmm. oftentimes you can just like like a few days ago a friend of mine wanted to replace his cranks and we didn't have the shimano crank tool this happened yesterday to us yeah and and he was missing he bought a used bike and he was missing the crank bolt on those Shimano cranks that nobody will sell you one, whatever. So we 3D printed the crank bolt because it doesn't need to be su- like those those cranks. You just need to get like two Newton meters on the bolt. Um, so we printed both the bolt and the and the tool for it that we put on a on a torque wrench, and it was done. And like rather than so that was just something, and we just downloaded those. We didn't have to model those ourselves. Um, but then. A lot of times, if you have an idea, it's an ori- and I, my rule for 3D printing is like, if you can buy the thing, it already exists, don't fucking try and print it. Is that my phone? Whose phone is that? It sounds like it could <laughs> be like your be far away. It's over there on the thing. It's mine. You flush it down the toilet. Yeah. Edit last, this out. Edit last. this out. Alonzo, Alonzo, when you're editing this, edit this out. No, leave it in. This is good stuff. Good radio. Play some, yeah, play, leave it in. Play the transition sound and then we'll just, (laughs) we can transition right into this or that. I, don't you think a 3D printer would look good right there over in the corner? Do you actually want a 3D printer? Yeah. I'll give you a 3D printer. (gasps) And a Nerf gun? Sure. I'll trade you a sandwich. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) (laughs) What, what, you have multiple 3D printers? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, okay, so Seth Bike Hacks, he would make GoPro mounts for his bikes, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering how easy it would make, uh, how easy it would be to make that, because you got to match the clip that exists in the GoPro, you got to... M- pretty easy. It sounds very complicated. I mean, A, probably somebody's already done whatever it is you need, so yeah. you just download it. so you just download it. it. Um, and like, I don't know, so the guy who designed that beer can clip thing... Beer can. Sorry. <laughs> Can you, you need that on the soundboard. Yeah, can. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in Germany and he doesn't want to ship to North America as we were chatting. So I like print those for him and sell them in North America and give him money, which is mm, nice. That's, so that's cool. yeah, I just, I think that's super cool. That's rad. I, yeah, you inspired me to get one. <laughs> you inspired you. You, you t- inspired me to get, did I say I inspired you to get so one? You inspired, I inspired you to get one from me. You, yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I, maybe I should have just got that one from the liquidation sale. I don't know. Probably. Eh. They're, yeah, they're sweet. They're easy to use. Every once in a while, they'll make you so angry that you want to throw everything. Uh, like a regular. That's like a. Vi- <laughs> yeah. 
that's it's the, in their lineage. The vinyl cutter can be like that too. And we're just trying to make a simple sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave nearly pulled his entire scalp Printing. off. Printing our whiteboard. Yes. Text. It was I the did. first time I'd ever used it though. The, so the plans for global domination whiteboard over there. I yeah. like that. Smartest yeah. guy on the pod. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were like making artisanal stickers yourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Handcrafted. Mm. Handcrafted half hand churned. Why don't you, uh, why don't you, uh, outsource that? Is that why you're trying to hire? Some of them are. Like sticker maker? Some of them are, but uh, it gives my mom something to do. She likes it. Nice. Yeah. Does she listen to this podcast? I think she will listen. She may have tuned out on the 3D print. No, she probably wants a 3D printer now. She's going to be like, let's make 3D stickers. Does she? Do you think she starts at least every episode, but then doesn't make it all the way through? Is that what you're She's getting trying at? to boost your play count. I don't know. Last <laughs> time she gave me feedback on the pod, she said, tell Dave to stop swearing. He sounds like a freaking 12-year-old. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and on uh, we were just listening to the Steve O podcast yesterday. They started bleeping out everything, even the shits. Oh. Everything. If they're particularly heavy prof- profanity. Right. Is uh, that what you guys so do? cool it. You guys like try and keep it PG for the for the internet or what do you do? What's your uh, not necessarily, no. but how does uh, that affect the algorithm? I grew up on Mansers, so I cannot be censored. <laughs> <laughs> the child of Spike TV, yeah. oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, my, my blood is monster energy drink. Mostly my blood is red. Bull right now. <laughs> yeah. Thought it was going to be like science. Science. Yeah. Do you remember like, it was no. like the UFC energy drink in like no. mid two thousands. <laughs> no, I've never even heard that. Yeah. That's sick. Oh. All right. All right. Well, this sounds like a good time to play a game of this, this or that. that. Oh, wait, I did that wrong. It's supposed to be, it's that time again, folks. Time to play this, this or that. that. My light thing didn't work again. Why did it not work? The last podcast. Come on, lighting cue. I tried it in between takes uh, and it worked. Come on. There's uh, supposed to be a... Is there too much ju- juice getting pulled? Are you serious? I'm I thought I had it dialed this time. It's going to happen. At, all right. Now, damn. <laughs> Third time's a charm, I guess. All right. What's, what's supposed to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, there was a light. Is it plugged in? It's okay. I give up. You see that cord underneath your foot? It's connected to a light. It's supposed to do cool things. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Can you add that in post? I don't think so. Do you want to do the intro again? So 3D print that. Cut out that little... Uh, no, oh, no, no. Is this or that. Time to play this or that. The game where you choose between two radically different options. Either this or that. Brian, do you understand the rules? No. Sound man, play that music. Also, someone else go through this or that. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn down. Jesus Christ. Question one. Interbike or Eurobike? Interbike because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Taipei Cycle Show or Sea Taipei Otter? Cycle Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> review 100 grips or review 100 chain loops? Grips. Cranked or New World Disorder? New World. Chain smoke or ride to the hills? Ride to the hills. Would you rather be four feet tall or eight feet tall? Eight feet tall. I got the lights working. 3D printing or go-karting? 3D. Ooh. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie's choice over here. Did you guys go-kart together? We we did last week. Oh, shit. It was good. Jason lives a second go-karting life. (laughs) Um, 3D printing. Early mornings or late nights? Late nights. Bad brakes or bad suspension? Bad suspension. Underbiked or overbiked? Overbiked. Grim Donut V1 or V2? V2. 
Scootering in Taiwan or motorbiking BC backroads? Scootering in Taiwan. Can you guys tell the intensity has gone up at yes. the speed of the lights? Mm -hmm. By the speed of the lights increase? 100 laps of ladies only or 100 laps of boogeyman? Ladies. Would you rather have the ability to time travel to the past or to the future? Past. Would you rather never eat your favorite food again or only eat your favorite food for the rest of your life? Never eat it again. Would you rather live without the internet or without air conditioning and heating? Internet. Five hour ride with your dropper post stuck up or no air in your suspension? <laughs> uh, no air in my suspension. Fuck that shock. <laughs> Finally. Now lights are at full speed. Finally. POD or VOD? VOD. Ooh. And that is another edition of This or That. Those good were job. good cut, questions. Cut, cut Thank you. What about the lights? What did you think of the lights? Because <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. They really added. Uh, we need like the so who wants to be a millionaire dimmer so that everything else comes down oh, and yeah, then yeah. the lights really pop off. That's going to cost $800. Can we 3D print that? Maybe. Okay. We probably could. <laughs> well, thanks, Brian. That was fun. Thank you. Thanks do you feel well fed on the Feeding Off Each Other podcast or do you need a sandwich? Uh, no, thank you. Sandwich. You are well fed? I feel very well fed. How about a sip from my gourd? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. All right. You didn't sell it very well. I, I, yeah, I didn't. I need to learn how to make it better. I, maybe the people from Gayaki should come in here and teach us how to. They're up to three cents now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yaki, yaki, yaki. yeah. So what do we do at the end here on the podcast? You got we, something to promote? Pinkbike.com? Pinkbike.com. <laughs> No, come to the come. Nothing's for free. The film, you, mm. I'll promote that. It's really, really fucking good. Um, I just saw the. Well, it's not a final cut, but like close to final cuts. Rough cut V eleven V two hundred and thirty six. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's down to an hour and a half now, which is was a feat. Um, yeah, what else can I promote? Um, you can buy my Nerf guns and shit. Yeah, <laughs> if you want. Where NerfGunsAndShit.com uh, on my it, whatever my Instagram. Thing is there's a link in my instagram i think it's like linkpop.com slash brian park maybe yeah link pop link pop you can just buy stuff directly on instagram it's good mm. Mm. have you ever left a speak pipe what's a speak pipe it's our voicemail and you leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other send us a question ask for some advice let us know what you 3d printed last uh call in and pipe yeah speak pipe it's a great service cool do yeah. you guys get like actual questions? We get like sometimes we get questions. Sometimes we get statements. Sometimes yeah. we get stories. Sometimes it's just someone like on the toilet, just being like, "What's up?" Or the last guy was sucking shit out of the ground. Yeah, it's either shit going one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, wait, he was what? He he was. I guess he works works in the sewage industry, so yeah, he was like seven. pumping sewage out of the ground while he was leaving us a. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's not telling you about this. He said, I'm not actually uh, take on the last time that I left you guys a message. You accused me of being on the toilet. I just want to let you know I'm not. I wasn't. And yada, 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 yada. One minute later, he's like, but I am uh, sucking shit out of the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> not realizing it was great. We love our chothers. We call yeah. our fans chothers. Mm -hmm. Chothers. Yeah, chothers. It's Why? like pinkers. Feeding off each other's. They're the chothers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> look, look behind you right there. Oh, People the walk in and they read that and they say, chothers what's a chother oh my god i like that yeah do you, 
How, is it like a big following? Are there people who no. call themselves Chothers? When people not? call in, yeah. they call themselves Chothers. Yeah, every once in a while we'll see one out in the wild and they say, I'm the biggest Chother. <laughs> it's it so is funny. crazy how... Uh, people actually listen to this? Well, yeah. Well, but how people connect with podcasts. Yeah. It's freaking wild. Like, n- nobody has, I don't think, ever said anything to me in public about an article or a video or anything on pink bike but the number of times that like at the trailhead it's like hey i've heard your voice before blah 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 mm. it's like it's weird um but yeah in a good way yeah oh it's super yeah it's super yeah. cool but it is it is weird how um much of a connection podcasts make well because you feel like you're hanging out with your buddies mm-hmm. your buddies who do weird uh this or that questionnaires all the time <laughs> yes and only talk about 3d printing yeah well that was a fun one everybody thanks for being here y'all thanks for having me you're welcome <laughs> this has been another episode of feeding off each other leave us a review leave us a comment uh leave us a speak pipe for real please a brian pipe, i will I'll please i can't wait and as always, I'm eating the sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. Mm, it's delicious. We definitely. <laughs> it's definitely the Google Meat sandwich. <laughs> Wait, Brian, what's this from? We definitely, definitely fed off each other. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.